Boomtron. 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 Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Netflix OGs get your groove on. We talk about it all, we could be wrong. Kill the better views like a Demogorgon. Boomtron, but you're never gonna move on. Just a few guys talking about the originals. Yo, pick your favorite show, we can put it on. We know it also, nothing's atypical. And we're back for another episode. This is episode six of the Boomtron podcast, where we press play on Netflix originals. I like it. Yeah, yeah, I worked on it. I'm Diego. You just heard Damon. We got Amy. Say hello, everyone. I'm here. Yeah, and we have to give Amy credit. She's the one that actually came up with the slogan. I, I can't deny it. It was it was good. It was actually, good. it was not Amy. It was my friend Michaela who came up with the slogan. Okay, even yeah. better. Shout out to Michaela. Uh, Absolutely. Looks good. Yep. The logo looks good. Logo uh, I looks think we're fire. T- I think we're trending in the right direction. I think we're trending yeah. in the right direction, everyone. And, and it's and we're we're back together. No guests. Which is no good. Guess. Sometimes no you guess. have to kind of come back to the fam. Hey, that's Gotta okay, come back man. To the fam. Teamwork makes a dream work, is what they say, right? Exactly. That's what they say. So let's get into it. Let's get into our first segment here. Thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you got? What have you been watching? Damon, what do you got first for us? Okay, so this is so hard because Amy's introducing this new section and she's got me all thrown off on what I want to do where now. That's the, that's kind of that's kind of the problem I have. I'm just I, trying to keep you on your toes. I guess I... so because I'm trying to talk about shows that I that I just watched. Okay, so let's see. So I am actually watching Big Mouth for the first time. It is okay. I say a, a neutral for me. I started watching The Business of Drugs. I'm not sure yet. I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. And I watched, let's see, I started The Guild. I've started a lot of things, unfortunately, for my thumbs up, thumbs down. And I have to give that this, you know, a regular straight I don't know either. So um, they're all neutral shows for me. I, I wouldn't say they were bad. I wouldn't say they were great. Now, here, here's the thing that's interesting, is I started Top Boy, which is it was explained to me as The Wire in England. Now, the Wire is ridiculously good, so I'm going to go on record and say I don't necessarily believe that's the case. But here's the interesting part. What Netflix has done is put this show called The Top Boy. These are Netflix originals. And you start at season one and you have no idea what's going on because you just kind of get into it. I got to episode two and I'm like, I still don't really know what's going on. Here's the thing. Top Boy Summer House is the first two seasons, even though Netflix has Top Boy listed as season one again. You have to watch what happened in Top Boy Summer House. Thank goodness this was pointed out to me. And I'm going to say that... <laughs> I'm this, proud of you, D, because it seems like a lot of thinking for you. For your it, it was a lot of thinking for me. And that was definitely um, a thumbs up so far. So I would say that Top Boy Summer House, thumbs up so far. And let's see if there's anything else. Wait, did we... Was Southern Survival last time? No, this was this time. Oh, okay. So I give that a, a thumbs up as well. I enjoyed, I definitely enjoyed Southern Survival. My kids actually enjoyed it with me as well. They watched it and were like, ooh, this is kind of interesting. So that was another one I say a thumbs up. That's kind of my thumbs up, thumbs down list of things we're not already talking about somewhere else, you know, in the show. And I got to piggyback off Southern Survival. I really like Southern Survival. I'm always big on outdoor shows, survival shows. Uh, I even got my my buddy Dre in on it, and he was like, "Yo, D, I bought that the the seatbelt cutter that breaks the glass. I'm in there. I had to get that. You need that in the car. <laughs> I had one of those already, but yeah. And, and I told him, I was like, "Listen, man, I talked about getting a Battle Box subscription, so I, I'm I'm there with you, Dre. I, I wanted to get something. Uh, I mean, some of the some of the gear in there is very ridiculous things that we would I don't think I ho- I'd hope I'd never have to use." But I just like seeing cool gadgets, man. Southern Survival you, was definitely You know what was awesome really for cool for me, too? And it's not something I would think that I'd probably buy because you'd have to keep them everywhere. But you saw the episode, right, where the car went under the water and they had the self-contained breathing tanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They That's were the same cool. episode with the seatbelt cutter and the glass That's breaker. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that they were pretty cool. And I thought to myself, you know, it probably would be handy to have those. But am I going to put them in every car? They were big, too. A lot of the things on their show are, you know, especially the ones that you're going to take around with you, you got to have a truck or something. You have somewhere to put this stuff. Yeah, and also it's also based on your location. Like, they were preparing for hurricanes. They were preparing for 
all kinds of other natural disasters that I, at least I hope we don't have to face uh, where we live. Well, you might not. not. We got hurricanes well, that's down true. here, though. That's true. That's true. So yeah. you you might have to you might have to subscribe to Battle Box, man. They got different yeah. tiers. So I looked into it. I, I did enjoy it, though. I did enjoy it. Uh, another show that I enjoyed was the Wasp. It's a movie. It's the Wasp Network. It's about the Cuban spy ring that operated in the U.S. So it's based off of uh, a true story. And my man, Edgar Ramirez, who was also in the other movie I saw last time, which is The Last Days of American Crime, I didn't like him in that movie, but I loved him in this movie. So I give Wasp Network at least a thumb and a half up. Very good, based on the true story. So you know I always got that historical fiction or historical aspect that I always love in something. So highly recommend Wasp Network. Another show that I loved was the documentary on Walter Moncado, Mucho Mucho Amor. I loved it. It brought my childhood nostalgic. I remember seeing Walter on TV all the time while my parents were watching, you know, the Spanish-speaking television shows and just seeing that cultural impact that he had then and that he still has now with, like, younger crowds. It, it's pretty cool to see. I also saw Juwan, and yeah, I hated it. This dude watched a lot of TV this time. I did. I did. I told you, man. Once summer break starts, I'm, I'm in there. I'm in there. I wanted so I to, watch to watch Juwan. I couldn't do it, though, I, man. Good. You hated it, Diego? I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I hated it. I about it. You know, this is one of the times where I'm going to jump on the same boat as Damon and talk about it. There was just too much thinking. Way too much thinking. Way, I would agree to, with you there. You had to pay attention way too much. And I know that sounds like a stupid thing to think when you're watching something. But, like, it was, like, too much thinking. And it's I like just dark. Felt, dark I, is probably phenomenal, but... But you know what? At least with Dark, you understood, like, the the jumps in time. Whereas this one, like, I just found, like, I, at one point I was like, wait, is this the present? Is this the past? I can't, I can't remember. And I just I just didn't like it. I didn't like the story. I, The acting. I hated the voiceovers were really bad. I, I didn't like Juan at all. <laughs> this okay. might be the first time I give something two thumbs down. Wow. I really didn't like it. Uh, Eurovision is like a, a fantasy great movie compared to this. <laughs> That's how much I didn't like Juwan. All right, smarty pants. All I right, watched last... Juwan as well. Can I just jump in about Juwan? I watched yeah. it as well. I, I didn't get through the whole, whole season, but I got through most of it. And I agree with you 100%. It was so bizarre. And if you weren't watching the screen, if you blinked for a second and you missed yeah. where it said 1984 or 1996 or 1998, they were the same characters, but in these different years, and it was very difficult to follow. They tied it together in the end, how everything was connected. My big issue with this show was that the voiceover didn't match the dubbing words on the screen. I and that, that takes me right out of the story. If what I'm hearing doesn't match what I'm seeing, yeah, I, I have no idea what's going on. I can't figure out what am I supposed to be listening to, or am I supposed to read the words? Should I listen to the words? And I really do love movies and shows from other countries i'm completely on board with those this one i just couldn't follow and i really loved the grudge and i was this was kind of touted as the precursor to the grudge i'm a oh, huge huge horror movie i like fan. the grudge too yeah this did not did not do it for me did not do no, it for me. i agree 100 percent. 100 percent. this was probably one of the worst movies i've seen in a long time so don't recommend you on unless you want to give it a try and see how much you can pay attention to it. But I'm going to move on to my last show that I was able to watch. And this is another one that I really, 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 really enjoyed. Probably out of all the shows that I watched, this was one of the ones I enjoyed the most was Down to Earth with Zac Efron. All right. I'm going to fangirl it right now. I like Zac Efron. I think he's cool. I think his beard game is outstanding. I want a beard like him. I just think the show, his connection or his chemistry with the other host, Darren Olean, they're great together. You know, Darren, he's like super into the superfoods and the environment and sustainability. And it's just amazed at everything that's being done. And I was just amazed at all the unique things that are being done in different countries. And I'm like, why isn't every country doing this? Why are we not doing this? And, you know, I was even it's, it's almost like Southern Survival. I had to get something. So me and my wife, we bought 
one of the Icelandic chocolates because they, they have uh, U.S. <laughs> stores here. So we bought one and we tasted it today and it was it was delicious. It wasn't the, the, the one Zach made in the, in the episode, but it was delicious. I highly recommend, highly, highly recommend Down to Earth. Two thumbs up, two toe thumbs up, all the fingers up, Down to Earth, legit. Wow. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I spent the majority of, I was on vacation, so I didn't have as much Netflix watching time as I normally do. And I found myself, my, my thumbs up, thumbs down, really, I, like I said, I just gave you my Juan. I started the Zach Efron show. I didn't have the time to really dedicate to it. So that's one that I plan on coming back to because I hear great things about it. Now you've given it such a rave review. And I don't think you've given anything other than maybe Kipo that good of a review, uh, at least while I've been part of this show. So I'm going to go back to that one. I started watching something that's been on Netflix for a while. And this is actually what Damon was talking about earlier, where we're going to have a new section of the show called You Might Have Missed, or as Diego likes it to call it, Amy's Old, and here are the old shows that she watches. <laughs> it's a, it's got a good ring to it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great ring. Thanks. The show that I wound up watching was One Day at a Time. One Day at a Time, it's a reboot, a remake of a show that I watched with my mom when I was little. And so that's partially why I wanted to watch it, simply because I had all these memories of watching the original one with my mom. The original had Bonnie Franklin, Valerie Bertinelli, Mackenzie Phillips, these people who broke out and to become these huge stars after they were teenagers on this show. The show was terrible. I A lot of people hated that show. I loved that show. And again, maybe it's because, maybe I've, I've when I think of the show, I just remember being a kid and watching the show. And so it's got that nostalgic piece to it. But I love yeah. that show. I, Single mom raising her two daughters in a small apartment. There was the... Building superintendent Schneider, Schneider, who would come in, and he thought he was part of the family. So this iteration of the show, it's the same premise. It's a single mom raising her two kids. They live in this apartment. There's the superintendent of the building is Schneider. But it's different because the original show was a white family. This is a Latinx family. And the issues, every single episode is tackling some kind of tough issue in a way that people who I've spoken to said felt a little bit preachy. But sometimes I appreciate a show who's willing to go there to call something what it is, to call it out, and to say, hey, this is something that people have to deal with, and here's a way you can deal with it. When I watched it, I watched it by myself. Sometimes my 19-year-old daughter would come in the room. She would see an episode. She's like, wow, this is really pretty good. And I, I said this before when we were talking about Juan, I really like a show that isn't from an American or Eurocentric point of view because I learn a lot from it. It was a funny show. It was a show that taught me a lot of things that maybe I didn't wait, even really wait, know. Wait Go a second. Ahead. What do you mean it wasn't from, what was it, where was it based? So it's based, it's, they live in San Francisco, San Diego. They okay. live in California somewhere, some sand country, uh, San, uh, city in California. I can't remember okay. exactly where they live. But the family themselves is from Cuba. The mother is from Cuba. The grandmother is from Cuba. So they look at things from a different perspective than me and my family, hmm. who is from Denmark, right? So I yeah. enjoy hearing them talk about their struggles in Cuba or when they came here or the discrimination that they face in school or out on the streets or those types of things, which are not things that I have had to deal with. So I appreciate when people, when I'm watching a show that deals with people who have a different culture than I do, and I learn something about that culture. Every episode made me laugh. Every episode made me think. I thought this was a great show. Netflix canceled the show, and then Pop TV picked it up. So I haven't seen the most recent season because I need to watch that on Pop TV. But the ones that are on Netflix, again, if if you don't mind watching a show that is funny, but also really does talk about tough current issues, this is a great show. This is a wonderful show to watch. I can't get past the fact that the first original one was so poor and it was one of those things on TV that like you ended up watching and you're, it was like brutal because there was nothing else on, right? Growing up, there wasn't DVR, there wasn't 8 million channels, so you were just stuck watching it. So I think I've watched every episode but I don't think I was ever happy watching any episode. See, and in my family, we chose to watch every episode. 
Yeah. <laughs> like we specifically made sure that we were going to be sitting in front of the TV at the time that it came on. It wasn't something we watched because nothing else was on. So that, again, that's what I'm saying. This could be that it was a nostalgic pick for me. But once I started, and I've seen it over and over. It's something that Netflix keeps recommending for me. And I hadn't watched it, hadn't watched it. And when I came home from the beach one day to make lunch, I just said, let me give it a shot. And I turned it on and that was it. I was hooked. It was, I was hooked. And I really, really loved it. Though. Can, I, can I get in on this section now? This Sure. What have you been watching? That, that, you know, Amy you might have been. Notes in order. About. You got your notes in order? <laughs> I do have my notes in order. For me, what I was kind of looking for was some shows that were maybe older, but had a new season coming up. And the one that I actually enjoyed an awful lot was How to Dr Sell Drugs Online Fast. So it's a German story, you know, it's a comedy drama. It's about, you know, how do you sell drugs online? And it's a little techie. There's no doubt about that. There's definitely some techie stuff. I mean, they do a good job of explaining all the, the tech parts of it. But there's also a lot of just good story. You know, this kid's girlfriend comes to America and then she comes back. She's a little bit of a changed person. You get that whole high school feel. The main character has another friend that is going to die soon you know he's just been living on borrowed time but they kind of come together for this you know how to sell drugs the only thing that kind of beat me up a little bit about this one and it the show was so good that i kind of got past it is that the english audio is only at least from what i'm seeing is only english audio description so not only do you get the english audio but you also get the audio descriptions you know so and so enters the room like you know that sort of thing oh that's terrible it, it's like i mean i guess you could watch it yeah you could watch it subtitled otherwise i mean or if you knew german or french <laughs> or italian they don't have the audio descriptions or i'm doing something wrong and someone should let me know but i still loved it even with that like my wife came and she goes what did, why do they keep announcing what's going on i go it doesn't even matter the show's that good there's only six episodes but the next season is coming out soon so i'm going to be prepared and you guys are going to have to all catch up because it's a show we're going to have to talk about. Okay. All right. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. You know, I guess going down the same path as you, D, I was also, you know, tricked into watching this movie tricked. that you guys amped up the last episode. I'm going to go back. I to enjoyed it. We did not. We did not amp you it up. We enjoyed it, it and said we enjoyed it. We did not say it was the best thing we'd ever seen. But I finally got to watch The Kissing Booth because. Are you going to say it's bad? Because. No, it was, okay. it was all right. It was, it was, okay. it was okay. It wasn't something where I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. You should watch it. You should watch it. You should watch it. It was all right. Um, but you guys said the new one was coming out this yeah. month, so I wanted to give it a shot. So that's something that I watched. It was good. It was enjoyable. Like, it was entertaining. I wouldn't say it was. I it's give a it a thumb up. How about movie. that? Yeah, I it's give a typical it a team up. movie. I give it a thumb up. You guys didn't say that. You guys, I think, used the word love, that you loved it. So I love it was all, all right. teen movies, so. <laughs> that all right true. all right any other thumbs up or any what quick reviews or any other movies you guys got or you guys ready to jump into spoiler land oh i'm ready for some spoilers all right everyone this is a time where we're going to give some spoiler filled reviews so if you're looking to avoid any spoilers for desperados babysitters clubs or the old guard Fast forward to the 41 minute and 20 second part of the show for the Lion Daniels interview and then later some of the shows that we're looking forward to watching. And I figured we'd jump into something funny, a movie that I found pretty entertaining, Desperados. I liked it. I did too. It was. I did it, too. I, I thought that it was pretty much, I knew the whole story before I right. even started, but that was okay because yeah. it was still funny. It was utterly predictable, but it was a lot of fun to watch. A lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the chemistry between the actors and actresses. Uh, it was I liked it way better than The Wrong Missy, which we reviewed. Yes, Ooh, yes. I, I did, I did. And there's something I don't think it was as funny. The oh, chemistry. You didn't think this was funny? No, I was saying is that if, so if you're going to give me storyline, I think that this one is better than... The Missy one, but I, I think that the laugh out loud parts of Missy were a little bit funnier than the parts in this. I don't know. May, maybe because the story in this one was better, 
maybe the funny parts just had a better effect or something. <laughs> like the funny parts in the Missy one were ridiculous because they were outlandish. They were funny. They were yeah, over they were the outlandish. top. They yeah. were over the top where this one flowed with the story and it was funny. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the chemistry be- between Nassim Pedrad. I-, I hope I'm saying that right. And Lamorne Morris because they were both yes. on New Girl yep. of the show and I love New Girl. Mm-hmm. And I thought those two as a couple was great with Winston. Yes, I uh, love. Yeah, love. And when Winston. I saw that he was in this movie and he was gonna end up being like her love interest, I was like, "Yes, this is gonna be great because those two are great together." Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll, I'll be honest, I was a little, a little hesitant because I get a little tired of seeing the desperate woman storyline. This I felt was done really well, and it made me laugh. I could again see the ending coming a million miles away, but I didn't care. Because I enjoyed the journey to get there. I, I, I loved this. I thought it, it was really a great movie. It also seemed like I could kind of see this a little bit. Like, I could kind of see that happening. Like, see the email, see, go, the dirty, oh, raunchy, going at him email about how terrible. the yes. <laughs> Talking about his dead father. It was, it was a little over the top. And then sending in the email and trying to go to Mexico. Well, remember, with she didn't actually it. send the email. Oh, that's right. Yeah, her friends did. But I could see the, oh, crap, what am I going to do moment of that seemed a little bit more realistic than the other Missy kind of, you know what I mean? Like, it just, right. even though it wasn't, right? She went down there, there was jails involved, there was all, <laughs> you know, getting kicked out of the resort how many times? Right, right. But it was right. still, again, I could kind of see where the story was coming from. I Like I said, I definitely enjoyed it, and I think that... um what is it, Robbie Amell, who played Jared? Yep. Like, uh, <laughs> I will watch anything with Robbie Amell in it. Yeah, I, he played that character extremely well. And I did like the love story part of it. It just, the few things that kind of were just iffy to me, and I, I, I just don't know if they were needed. I mean, Sean's wife had to be dead. Like, I, I just think that they were fishing a little bit for... Uh, a sympathy play I, I don't know i don't know that's kind of how i felt a little bit i didn't it. read it that way i felt more that it was a way to make him available see and yet not desperate he's yeah. not a single man in his 30s i would assume is where he was he's not a single man in his 30s who's looking to hook up looking for a date like he didn't need to take her right he wanted to he had been married before. Such... He knew what a good relationship was. <laughs> I just have such a different overview on life in a situation <laughs> like that. Like, I would be donning the black, and you could call me, you know, you know, the Italian grandmother. I'd be done. That's it. It's over. <laughs> it's a wrap, right? That's me personally. Right. So, for me, it just felt a little bit like, mm, could we have gotten a story I didn't that? even... I didn't even give it two two thoughts. I thought it was it it flowed with the story for me, and it was okay. I, yeah, I, I didn't mind it at all. Gotcha. I just felt like it was a little too soon. <laughs> I guess that's what I'm getting at. In a way. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. I felt yeah. like he said it was quite a few years though. It wasn't yeah. a recent death. Yeah, it was at least uh, it was at least two or three, I think. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah, mean, that's it wasn't like recently. Like, too soon it wasn't months. Me, but... It wasn't months. Well, I know it wasn't months, but I just, again, I think any time is too soon. For, so that part, while you kind of say, you know, kind of this, like, passed you by, you didn't even think about it. Like, it delved into my head a little bit. And I was like, ooh. And for me, then I go, oh, do I like this character as much now? Like, oh, I don't know. He's a like, sensitive oh. guy. D, this is a yeah. new side of you. I've don't you want him side. to be happy? I don't, I've never seen this side of you, D. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if that's how I see it. Amy. Okay. That's all me right. personally, though, right? Like, that's why this show is interesting. We all have different thoughts on things. Very true. And I think that was the only part of it that kind of was okay. I enjoyed it, though. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Anna Camp, uh, yeah. his friend, Sarah Byrne. <laughs> yeah. I thought her friends were great. They were a good supporting cast. Their own little adventure and journey my, was good, too. Yeah, and I think my favorite part of it is when the the girls are seeing the, the, the gurus. Guru. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably my favorite part. I like that, that too. Good. The thing that I liked about the relationship between she and her friends is I, one of my favorite parts was when they called her out. She said, all of this has happened and, you know, you haven't told me. Yeah. And they say, yeah, because you weren't around to suck up all the oxygen in the room. 
Mm-hmm. And I liked that they called her out on it. And it, they were supportive friends. They were there for her. They went with her to Mexico. But at some point, they were willing to be enough. Like, this is too much. You're too much. And if you can't step back and see that you're too much, then you have a problem. And I liked the fact that they were good enough friends that they were willing to call her out on her nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, I don't think they, I don't think but, they agree with you. I didn't like that. I didn't feel no. it was accurate. I just they, they kind of felt like just kind of left her. Like it wasn't like, hey, let's help you understand. I mean, and we don't know what has happened in the past, right? That's what we get with a movie. We get a little point in time where we don't know everything that's happened. I felt they kind of threw her to the curb kind of quick, personally. But again, yeah, she had it coming though. I felt like. I think that she probably did if we take what we see as the norm, right? And I think that's kind of how she was set up, is that she was always extra. This wasn't But was she that extra? Right, because there's extra and then there's like extra. Well, think about her first date (laughs) with Sean, right? The first date. Within 10 seconds, he's done. He's out. But I guess knowing his backstory... then it kind of adds to why he no, felt that way because he, he came on too strong. He wasn't done. She was done. Sean no, he called that's... his no. He's the one yeah, who says he ca- no. He said, I'm out. This is too yes. much. You said we should say no. And I'm saying no. That's what I'm saying is like she didn't end it. He did. Right. That's what I'm extra. saying because she is so extra. So right from the get go, they're yeah. setting her up as this is who she is. She's somebody who's always too much. Man, that is just such a such a tough 10 second decision yes she was she was talking about old boyfriends but i think you guys got to check somebody at that point i don't know if it's a no and an out <laughs> plus what's he doing anyway how long did this trip take we're talking a few weeks so he knowed her and then it was a few weeks later i don't know yeah i'm man. talking myself out of this movie but i did enjoy it, it. seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> you went in you went in loving this movie thinking it was i thought really it was funny good. i thought it was good yeah one thumb up two thumbs up what do you give this one? Oh. I got to give it a thumbs up because I definitely enjoyed it. I think the entertainment level is there. I think I could pick apart a lot of movies for, and again, pick apart in terms of pick apart in what I view as my personal feelings of the world, (laughs) not meshing up (laughs) with the movie, (laughs) but that's about it. Like the the other missing, like there was none of that per se. It wasn't like, and that matched up really well with your life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a little bit more yeah, we're fantasy. We're learning a lot about Damon today, guys. Right? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> it was a little bit more fantasy, so I took it as <laughs> more entertainment, where this one, I'm telling you, the fact that he's with her, so, in my opinion, so soon after his wife is what hurts me about this whole movie. <laughs> it just, it bothers me. It just, it bothers me in the movie, and I have to go nitpick everything that Sean does because of that. You're just a helpless romantic, man. That's it. That's what we learned in today's <laughs> episode. That's what we're learning yeah. today. All right, all right, all right. Fine, fine, fine. We'll leave it at that. I'd give it at least a thumb, thumb and a half, maybe even. I thought it was Ooh, funny. Dude, a thumb and a half out of two thumbs? Like, yeah, really? I, I really enjoyed it. I laughed. So you're I talking think... this is like an eight and a half? I give it more like a seven and a half. Well, then, can I give a, okay. a thumb and a quarter? A thumb and a, a quarter. Yeah, you guys are teachers, man. You better a figure out your knuckle. fractions. A thumb. Well, there's only one knuckle on the thumb. Whatever, man. <laughs> Leave me alone. Let's go. To, let's go to a different one then. Let's okay. Go to let's go to something completely different. Babysitters Club. What did you guys think of Babysitters Club? This is so interesting for me because I never read the books, so I have to. Take and I'm on this... the same page. I'm on the same page. Okay. So I, I have am to as take well. Take it from there. The acting. And the people that they chose for the Babysitter's Club, on point. Without Absolutely. a doubt. On point. And again, I always have to give a plug here, right? If you want to read an interview, I interviewed all the girls on bscakids.com. But that being said, I enjoyed the show. I thought it was good. But I didn't think that there was anything that stood out as great. But I thought it was really good. And I thought it was well done. I liked the whole interaction of the new family, right? Of her going, you know, with the stepdad. I, I yeah. liked all that. I thought it was really good. I, I just, and I watched it with my daughter. The The only thing I have to say is that this is something that comes up on a lot of shows. And, you know, Amy's going to have to help us out here. The whole period thing for me watching is always like, is it necessary for the show? And I think, 
my daughter even said the same thing. She's a little younger, right? And she really enjoyed the show. But she even said, she's like, again, with this? Like, she's like, I feel like every show that's like this age always has to have one of those episodes. So I don't know how you felt about it, Amy, but um, being our I only didn't, woman. I, I didn't find it to be unnecessary. I think that, again, it's based on the book series. Okay. And when you write a series of books for girls of a certain age, you're talking about things that girls have to deal with at that yeah. age. And there is nothing, nothing bigger, more, I don't want to say traumatic because that's a really wrong word for it. But there's nothing that you anticipate anxiously in both a good way and a bad way when you are a young girl than when this happens. And mm -hmm. so to write book or to have a show about girls this age and not include it is okay. almost I see that. disingenuous because mm -hmm. it is such a big deal it is such a big deal and it's such a part of a girl's life so for me i didn't even really it didn't blip on my radar gotcha. like it was just another thing that was happening i like i love the phone though right oh my god the phone was ridiculous i loved it <laughs> as well i liked how each episode was focused on a different girl Mm -hmm. That they really took the time to go into each girl. And with each girl, each girl had different issues. I liked, okay, you yeah. mentioned it. I liked how Christy was dealing with her mom and dating and remarrying. And Claudia is dealing with her issues with her mother and her grandmother, who was like her person. And her grandmother has a stroke and she can't communicate. It's not just fluff. Did you, did you like her sister, though? Her sister, yeah. who, who was that that played yes. her? She killed it, though. <laughs> yes. I, th I think you touched on a very good point about it. It felt very authentic like very real oh, like, without a doubt right their issues the like you said the the acting was really 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 good that's right. the yeah. first that and that's the first thing because i watched the show with my wife that's one of the first things she says like i know these are like kid actors but they are really really good they were and I, and I had to agree i liked it you know i never read the books but my wife was telling me that each episode actually was matching up with a title of one of the original books so that, I thought right. that was pretty cool uh, I like it was a shock to me because I didn't know that Alicia Silverstone was in it. So that was pretty cool that she was Christie's mom. Yeah. And there was a little yep. Easter egg there about Christy saying that her mom isn't as clueless yeah. uh, when it comes to life. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I, I enjoyed the show. I mean, you know, I, like I said, I've never read the books either. I didn't really know much. Obviously, I knew it was going to be about babysitting, but I, I enjoyed it's, it. And it's I, like, almost I, I, I like the realness of it. I like right? the realness of it. It's almost about the club. Is, is really i think that the episode wait they go to camp right i have to I always have to yeah, like check myself they on did. what i'm yeah. watching right so i thought that was well done i thought that actually was very interesting the way that all played out i yeah. there was nothing that i didn't like about the show and you know that there's this core group of girls women yeah, yes. at this point who read the books and are just completely over the moon like i was when they turned sweet valley high into a series i fangirled so hard <laughs> even though i was not a teenager or child anymore when that came out so you know that there's this core group who just loved it it was predictable and it was safe but that was kind of a good thing about it because it allowed them to talk about these issues the the girl who has diabetes and she's embarrassed for people to know that she yeah, has Stacey, diabetes yeah. she would rather have them think these other things about her than admit the fact that she's got this pump and she's low on insulin. And I love that it's predictable and safe, but that was a really good way to talk about some of these issues with kids who want to know that they can hear about the issue. But by the end of the story, by the end of the episode, by the end of that book, it's going to be okay. It's all yeah. right. You know, I thought I'm it was a really nice series. And I'm going to be honest, one of my favorite characters isn't even one of the main characters, but it's, uh, it's Christie's stepsister, Karen, played by <laughs> yeah. Sophia. I, I loved yeah. her, her character and her scary stories. And then, like, I feel at times like she was talking, but nobody was listening. Like, it was just meant for me to listen to. And I, <laughs> I, I really enjoyed her character. And I just, I really, it just, all the actors, I'm just very impressed I would by all of them. And it, it was a really well done show. Yeah. So what's uh, next? Next is probably the one I enjoyed the most, and that is the old guard. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! I fell asleep. Oh, it, it definitely got whoa. slow in the middle. I think that there's two there's two very distinct groups of people with this, without a doubt. There's you loved it or you just did not like it. It's not a lot of neutral people. I think with this, 
I liked it. I, think, I liked I it think, too. I think the ending was great. I, I mean, there was there was something about the action sequence in there. It had a lot of that John Wick like smooth fighting style. That is just like you're watching it like that is insane. Like that was very well choreographed or whatever you want to call it. And I just I love that. I love a good action sequence. And I thought this show, this movie had a lot of good action sequences. See, and I love an action movie. I really do love action movies. I don't love movies about war, about soldiers. I have a hard time. I have a hard time reading those books. I have a hard time watching those movies. Not not a hard time but, in that it's like difficult for me. I just I don't find that I enjoy them as much. And do you think that they were soldiers? Like, and that's like kind of how you felt about them? No, I didn't. But it had that feel to it. It, it for some reason, as I watched it, that was kind of the feel. I I was into it. I'm watching, and the first time that they're all shot, and then their eyes pop open again. That's awesome. I'm like, this is <laughs> wow. This is something. And then they get on the train, and then they're t- and it was just slow, and it it just it's, didn't pick up. It wasn't actiony enough for. And maybe I. Maybe I clocked out, and again, unintentionally, I fell asleep, but maybe I clocked out too soon while they were still building the story. The build was tough. The build was, yeah. there was definitely a little bit of time in there where the build is tough. And I always know for myself, part of what happens is I, I look for the remote and I want to see where I am in the movie. And if I don't ever do that, yes. the, the movie's two thumbs up. But I did because I was sitting watching, watching it with my wife and I was a little bit tired and I'm like, all right, can I get through this? Because if a show's good, you're like, oh, all right, well, it doesn't really matter what time it is. I go to bed at one o'clock. This one, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I could, I guess I could do that. I thought Andy was well done. I, I, I just, I think that she was well done. I think that in general, that character played well, and I like old history stuff. And I think yep. that the way they brought out what they were doing was really for good. That was good, right? And then I think the fact that. You know, Andy may be on her way out. Also really good. And I like the end of it. I, I like the end setting up something a little different. I think for people that have read the comic, we already know what the second movie is about somewhat. We know what we're going to get out of it. But I liked it, but the, the middle was a little bit slow. So and maybe I, I need it. to just watch it again and just fast forward to the end. It had a little bit of that, like, in terms of pace, almost like Warrior Nuns, where we were like, we liked the beginning, the middle was yeah. kind of slow, and then the end was great. I felt yeah. like at times it was like that. But I, for me, like, I would have loved a little bit more of Andy's past, like, seeing how, what she did. Like, I, I think that's that. what we're going to get with, with the second season, if that is the case. Because from my understanding, who was the, the girl in the iron thing underwater? Uh, Kuhn. Okay. I believe yeah. it. Yep. Yep. So, we're, like, we're going to find out all about her and yep. Andy, obviously, in the second one, if there is a second one, based on what the comic is. So, I think that that's, like, again, a little bit of a setup. But it's you're right, Diego. They went about it interestingly, where we didn't learn a lot about Andy. We kind of got the story instead of a background, and then we're going to get the background, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. And I was, I'm not going to lie. A little bit of me was, like, was a little surprised, because I feel like this was one of the first times where you have these like people with supernatural gifts and you know they were immortal they were they were like vampires essentially right they lived forever they i would say centuries. highlander but go ahead highlander right that's a little you know before my time but whatever oh, uh, and one of the greatest movies of no all i i've seen highlander i'm not gonna there can only the be one movies. i've seen i've seen highlander there can only be one all right but I was a little I was surprised. It was one of the first times where you have these people with these special powers and they all use them for good. No one was like an evil villain, at least until well, that's uh Queen of Hume comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Until she comes back. But it was just it was a little it was a little different for me. And I just I like the idea that even though they were immortal except for, you know, Nick and Joe, who, you know, they they, they were lovers, everyone Andy Booker, they were kind of like this. This sucks, you know. They ha- it was like an emotional toll of losing your edge, your focus. Like until Andy regained her focus on what she wanted to do with the group, like she was almost like lost. And I, I, I like that kind of you know character arc. I guess you would. I call think Charlize right? just killed it though from the yeah. standpoint of the character. Yeah, she was great. She was great. I, I thought all, again, this was another one where I liked all the characters again. I liked even the even Harry Mellon who plays uh, Steve Merrick, the green CEO. I didn't CEO. like him as a character. I, 
I thought he played I, a great villain. I hated him from the beginning. And no, he, so the, I just I hate to say it. I just don't like his acting style in general. It's a little too like it could be on a Nickelodeon show. Well, he is a I Harry don't even Potter know how alum. Else to say it. What'd you he's say? A, he's a Harry Potter alum. I'm pretty sure he was I, a Harry. I, yeah, I just I feel like again for me he just I don't know. I don't know. That's how I feel about him. I also liked the uh, the part where uh, he was Dudley, by the way. Who yes, Dudley. You, you yes. have to you have to hate. So maybe that has something to do with it. I also like uh, Chiwetel. I can't say his name, man. But he plays James Copley, the CIA agent. And I like when he's yeah, explaining. Yeah, yeah. Like he was a little explaining. dry, but yeah. But I like the part where he's explaining like how Andy did this and it led to all these people uh, getting saved. She saved this guy and this guy ended up saving millions of people. Yes, so I like that, that, was... that. I like that. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I don't think that had anything to do with it. Like him personally. No, not anything. It could have been anyone explaining it, but I just <laughs> yeah. like, I like those parts of movies where like, yes. they're breaking it down for you and you're like, oh man, that's crazy. So I, yes. I like moments like that in movies. I like this movie. I thought it was Diego, this is the quietest we've had Amy because she just doesn't like this movie. Uh, because I didn't watch most of this movie. <laughs> that's true. I have that's nothing true. to add. Amy, you gotta start watching movies at like six so you don't fall asleep before your bedtime. I was not watching it very late. <laughs> The, but that speaks to the movie for me. This just wasn't my genre, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this definitely fit my genre. No, this was definitely up my genre, too. So I'm hoping it gets another another uh, movie version. I hope we get to see Andy's past and see where this takes us with Booker, who got you know ex- exiled from the group and whatnot. But I enjoyed it. Looking yep. forward to part two. So this is going to be a first for us. We actually have an interview from an upcoming Netflix original. This is We Can Be Heroes, which will be coming out in the fall. And we were lucky enough to get to speak with Lion Daniels, who is going to star in this film as a kid with superpowers who is enlisted to join a group of kids to help save the world from alien invaders. And here we go. Tell us a bit about your character on We Can Be Heroes. Well, my character is really crazy and wacky. He's awesome and he has very strange powers you'll be very surprised when you see the movie are there any funny stories you can tell us about that happened behind the scenes while you were filming there were a lot of funny stories that happened behind the scenes when we were filming actually we threw a birthday party for robert's dog tarna and robert rodriguez is our director tarna is so cute and fluffy and we put this little pink birthday hat on her and it was just so cool because she was so fun to hang out with. Also, we went to karaoke with the castmates and we sung Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. It was super fun and super cool, but there was a bunch of voice cracks, except for Andy. Andy's a really good singer. Tell us something that people would be surprised to learn about you. Well, something people would be surprised to learn about me is that I'm a dinosaur expert. I love everything about dinosaurs. I can name some of them for you. Argentinosaurus, Brachiosaurus, um, Carnotaurus, and Mosasaurus. Also, I love drawing art, especially dinosaurs, monsters, dragons, all that. And I love playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm a big D&D nerd. If you could guest star on another Netflix series, which one would it be and why? If I could guest star on another Netflix series, I would have to choose Stranger Things. Because it's one of my favorite shows on Netflix ever. And it's it would just be so cool to work with the Demogorgon and everything. And I feel like my hair and my style fits the 80s aesthetic uh, of the show. So I think I would fit in really well. Why should everyone be watching We Can Be Heroes? Everyone should be watching We Can Be Heroes because it's not your average superhero movie. The adults aren't superheroes this time. It's the kids, and it's showing that kids have powers too. This movie is also very diverse. And it's so cool to see other races combine and make such a cool, fantastic movie, this powerful movie. So I think that everyone should watch this because it's just so cool. Is there anything you have coming up in the future that you want to tell us about? I'm actually in a documentary that's coming out soon called Why Dinosaurs. It's about this father and son that go around talking to dinosaur enthusiasts such as myself and famous paleontologists. You should check it out. Their Instagram is called at Y Dinosaurs. 
Special thanks to Lion Daniels for taking the time out of his busy schedule to talk We Can Be Heroes with us. Make sure to check it out on Netflix when it comes out sometime soon. All right, Damon, thanks for that interview. Definitely looking forward to watching that. That's you a total me. Diego movie right there. You know me, man. I love superheroes, man. I love yeah. a good superhero And, and movie Pedro Pascal show. is in this one, by the way. It's a oh, little I'm Mandalorian in. action going on, too. Oh, I'm, de- oh, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. That's it. This That's is what... my genre. This one I won't fall asleep in. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll believe your it when I see it. Is, like, I don't even know what your genre <laughs> That's is. You true. Be making That's true. Stuff I'm up, all over man. the place. That's <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel like. <laughs> all right, so here comes our one of my favorite segments of the show. Where it's we... definitely my favorite section, but Amy kind of kind of got me thinking now. She can't use our phones. I got to do homework. You know, gotta here's do some the homework. Here's the problem, everybody. They're both teachers. They always want me to do homework. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm done with homework. I have a list of things you need to do after we finish recording today. Yeah, 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 yeah. About to cut your mic. All right, Amy. Say, let's see, Amy. Did you do your homework? What do you got? Teacher's As a matter pet? of fact, I did. So the things that I'm looking forward to coming up, I have a few things on my list. Some of them are going to be a little bit further in the future, but. First of all, I'm looking forward to watching Norsemen. I, I, like I said earlier, I love anything that's about Vikings, and I'm interested. I haven't watched any of this. I hear good things about it, so I'm interested in seeing Norsemen July 22nd. I'm also interested in seeing Kissing Booth 2, Diego, Yay. July 24th, uh, because I enjoyed the first one. Not the I, I, best movie I, I've ever seen, but I, I certainly enjoyed it, and I'm hoping to enjoy the second one as well on July 24th. I saw today, actually, I was looking on Netflix and I saw a preview. While she was doing homework. While I was doing my homework, I saw a preview for Fatal Affair, which looked pretty good. I liked the whole idea of Fatal Attraction and those type of movies. So I'm interested in watching Fatal Affair. And then something that you're going to be surprised. So you just said you're not sure what my genre is. This one will knock you for a loop. I'm interested in seeing on July 28th, Last Chance You. It's, I love football. I love to watch football. Football is one of my favorite sports to watch on TV. And it's a look inside the world of junior college football, looking at the players, looking at the coaches inside the classroom, on the field. So I'm very interested in watching Last Chance U. I also can't wait, can't wait until July 31st for the second season of Umbrella Academy. And then further in the future, so this will be a couple episodes down when I talk about this, season three, which is the final season of The Rain. I loved this series. I couldn't Ser- do it. Oh, stop. I was like, this really? is stupid. No, it wasn't. How <laughs> yeah. much of it did it. you watch? I went halfway. I watched like three episodes. Yeah, me too. I was oh like, my this gosh. is dumb. No, I think I, I, think I told it. you about that show, Amy, way back I think you might have. I think you might have. I loved the first two episodes. It's set in Denmark. There's this virus that's carried in the rain, and two siblings survive in a fallout shelter, and they emerge years later into a new world. I can't wait. I really, maybe it's the Denmark thing. Maybe I don't know what it is, but I love this series and cannot wait. A little disappointed that season three is going to be the final season, but I, I'm there for it on August 6th. So what are you guys going to watch? Well, first of all, I want to know, you talked up so highly on our other two. what <laughs> stop <laughs> is it how do you how do you not say that you're looking forward to dragons rescue riders oh i am i oh. am see, I and see wait 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 wait, is... wait 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 you didn't do your homework exactly I oh did my homework. diego did my homework. if you used your phone to do this like we've mm-hmm. been talking Which about then you right wouldn't now, miss David. that yes <laughs> i'm on my phone as well and interestingly interesting. enough Wow. Yes, I have my list in front of me. Can I go next? Yes, go right ahead. I think you don't need to do your homework. You get extra credit, Damon. <laughs> so I have MILF. I'm looking forward to MILF. That's probably out by the time this airs, but I'm looking forward to it. How Amy doesn't have cursed on her list of what she's looking forward to is beyond me. I really don't know her genres anymore. Cursed <laughs> looks fire, and that is July 17th. I'm That's definitely it. looking forward to that. Umbrella Academy's on my list as well. But also we have How to Sell Drugs Online Fast, Season 2. Looks fun. Um, my feelings on the Expanding Universe of Ashley Garcia have already been thought about in my head. So I'm going to say <laughs> nothing about that. Kissing Booth 2, I'm, I'm looking forward to rather normally. Like a normal <laughs> human being. Not like a crazy person. I'm looking forward to that. 
and I kind of talked about some of the other shows already on last episode. I'm definitely skipping right over the rain. That is not. I'm definitely skipping over Larva Island movie. Those are definitely <laughs> skips for me. You're for missing sure. out, bro. Yeah, I know for you guys there may be not. So I think that's my list of what I'm looking forward to kind of coming up. Okay. All right. I'll maybe so- pick of the litter too, because I do love shows about dogs. And this is going to be, it's going to be in early August and it's five Labrador puppies to train to become guide dogs. I think all of us should kind of, the three of us should be well aware of a show like that. Sure. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So I have some of the same ones. Obviously, Are you using I'm your bro- phone to tell us about them right now? Yes, I am. You know what? <laughs> That's the best way to do it. That's the only way you're prepared. I think too. Far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that way I know Next all. time I'm going to have a list of 27 shows that I'm watching. I'll prepare <laughs> that well in advance. So definitely Umbrella Academy, like we said, July 31st. I love season one. I know I'm going to love season two. Uh, Cursed, also on my list. That comes out the 17th. How is it not on Amy's list? I don't understand. Because Amy didn't do her homework. I bet you it's on her list. You just forgot. I, well, what? Well, well, you know, we'll, yeah. we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. I'll watch it. Just because it's not uh, on my list doesn't mean I won't watch it. I thought that our list was what we're going to watch. Well, I, it's, <laughs> my, list fake list. Is, fake my list. list is the ones that I'm definitely going to make sure that I make time to see. Okay. If I can see all the ones on my list and still have some extra time, I'll watch some of the others. Okay. Gotcha. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, also on my list, Transformers: War for Cybertron. That comes out the thirtieth. Yeah, it it's not on my list, but it might catch me one day because I'm a big OG Transformers fan. I love I love Transformers. I, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm hoping it's as good as Voltron was. I'm very excited. What I'm really I think out of all the shows I'm gonna list that I'm very excited about is Street Food Latin America. Another documentary. They're going down to Latin America, Brazil, Argentina, Peru, Colombia. And they're going to go talk to different chefs who cook different kinds of Latin American food, uh, very like street cart vendoring kind of food. Um, so I'm very, very excited to look at that. Maybe learn some new recipes, try something out in my own kitchen. So I'm definitely looking at that. That's uh, July 21st. And of course, Lava Island on July 23rd. Definitely going to look forward. Already told my son it comes out. He's excited. So those are the shows I am looking forward to watching. All right. So we also have to let everyone know we are going to be releasing a special episode the week after this, and then we'll be taking a two-week break so that we can get on a little bit of a different schedule for ourselves. So we're you're not actually going to be having less of us. You'll be having more of us, but it's just our weeks will be off that we release. Yeah, definitely check out the top five kids shows. Good show. Yeah. 15. Well, not 15 because we had some duplicates, but we did. But definitely we want everyone good- to... To make sure that you're, yeah, yeah, subscribe to the show. And that way, even when we kind of do change up our days, which hopefully we won't have to do anymore. This is just to get us on a certain schedule that you'll still be able to check us out and make sure you give us reviews. We did get a one star review, but no comments. That kind of hurts all of our feelings. So at least if you don't like us, tell us why. That at least helps us get better as a show. Definitely. So definitely check us out. Leave a review. Check out the Facebook page. Leave us some comments. Like I said, if you uh, if you have shows that we should be watching that you think are great, let us know. We'll give it a shot. Let you know what we think in the one of our future episodes. You guys got anything else? No, that's, that's it. it that's me. all I got. That's we gotta get back got. to watch so the shows. We'll make sure we do our homework so our teacher Amy doesn't get mad at us. <laughs> Everyone else, enjoy your time. Thanks for listening. Have a good one. <laughs>